This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another edition of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it is time uh, this month, we're going to kick it right off here because we haven't had a market update from our good friend, Mr. Johnny Dawson of Capstone Wealth Advisors uh, in a while. Uh, he was traveling the world uh, a bit and uh, could not join us. And, uh, and then we had another conflict uh, actually on our end. But nonetheless, he is here with us today. Johnny, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Biz. Always a pleasure to be on, and um, maybe it's a good thing that we've ignored uh, market updates for the past few months because it's been uh, pretty uh, extreme volatility, a lot of uncertainty, and what I wanted to provide is is a little bit of confidence, but just the biggest question that I think everyone's asking is which way is this thing going to go, right? So we've got we've got a few different. Um, things that, that we're waiting to see if, if they pan out or if they happen, such as a vaccine um, with the coronavirus is, is, are the states that reopened early? Did they reopen too soon? Are they seeing a surge in cases because we're doing more testing or is it an actual spread? So there's just a lot of variables happening right now. So looking back, you know, during the months of April, May, those were two of the best back-to-back months of recovery in the market since financial crisis of 0809. And, and with that being said, those are really that recovery has been based on the tech sector and the communication sector, because obviously technology isn't really being that affected by the coronavirus because now everyone's flocking to more use of technology like us right now on a, on a zoom meeting call instead of sitting in your studio and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, a few of the the astonishing reversals of fortune in the U.S. stocks has really been a result of a few key points, and I'll point those out. The first is really a growing optimism regarding all 50 states relaxing the stay-at-home orders. Well, the, the opposite side of that now that we may see is, is are they going to start tightening those stay-at-home orders again? And that could obviously have an effect on the market. Um, we're also seeing a pickup in high frequency data, mobility activity across the economy. So that's people going out more, um, using restaurants, shopping more. So, so the economic activity is starting to pick up a little more as well. There has been a lack of material increases in the number of COVID cases through that recovery period. But now we're starting to see those lagging indicators pick up where, where the states that did reopen where the market really rebounded are now starting to have another problem of cases surging. So that's, that's probably the biggest variable within navigating the current uncertainty in the market right now is if governors start to really shut down their states again, that could be a massive impact on small businesses alike um, across that state. So it could have a ripple effect on the overall stock market and the economy as well. Um, one of the other key points is a massive Swiss Swift U.S. monetary physical po- fiscal policy. That's it's been one of the greatest uh, stimulus packages that we've ever seen. 
and, and the government really stepped up and the Fed really stepped up to make sure that the people have the income and, and aren't going without, even though the unemployment numbers that are all time highs, et cetera. And then the last point here is, is just the concentrated exposure to the new economy, we would call it, right? So different market sectors such as technology, communication services, and consumer discretionary are, are starting to see a shift in pattern, um, things where Zoom meetings and, and other uh, different virtual activities that we're seeing, that's going to have a, an impact on technology and, and we'll start to see a shift in how technology is used because of the coronavirus. With all of that being said, that's the optimistic part of, of the market rise. There are really four factors that could influence stock prices in the market um, as we're heading into you know the third quarter here. This Coming, uh, coming weeks, we're going to have all the earnings reports from the second quarter, and the second quarter is, is, is on track to possibly be the worst quarter in United States history. So we have to believe there's going to be some ripple effects there. So some four, factor, four factors that, that could really influence the market is America's reopening remains on track. We believe U.S. small cap, silical sectors, international stocks could contribute more to the overall market gains if everyone can play nice in the same sandbox on a global level. And that's, that's a very, you know, uncertainty in itself that that, that actually happens. So we got to watch that a little closer. Um, we could look at the direction of the 10 year U S treasury yield. So there, there could be uh, an indicator within there that influences, doesn't necessarily influence bond yields, but it could provide a sustained pickup in sentiment and attitudes about the future growth. And that should correlate with a continued rise in the 10-year yield. Um, the third point is we want to look to see if investor sentiment gauges uh, continue to improve. Currently, retail and professional money managers remain very cautious. If we, like I said, if we go back into another state of shutdown, that sentiment might go out the window. Um, people go more into a panic mode and that could affect the overall market um, as well. A sustained rise in stock prices could generate optimism, but it could result in sideline cash and bond allocation shifting towards stocks. And that could, that could all ultimately add a little more growth to the, to the overall market as well. I was on a conference call this morning with some economists um, from New York and, and we're about almost the same as, as terms of cash holdings that we saw in 0809. So uh, there are a lot of people currently sitting on a, on a lot of cash that hasn't been infused into the market. Really, the market's been been juiced up a little bit, per se, from all of the younger investors who are using apps like Robinhood and, and investing on E-Trade and doing it themselves um, because they, they think that this is still an opportunity. The last point I'll make is the market may need to see better trends in monthly labor and consumer data over time. Um, with the high frequency of economic data, data and mobility trends, they, they only provide so much information. So gasoline demands down, container traffic, mortgage applications, all of that can be quite volatile depending on the ebb and flow of the virus. Um, also, mobility trends lend, uh, they, they offer great insight to where consumers are going, but they tell you little about the spending trends, right? So, so if you have someone that's, that's tracking someone going to Target 
more often than what they were two months ago. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean they're buying large ticket items there. They could just be going to the grocery store and stocking up on toilet paper more because of, the, of a fear <laughs> factor, right? Um, so those are hard trends to watch, but that's currently what we're trying to navigate and what we see ongoing for basically the rest of the year. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, I, I think it's a, a great update. And again, it's, it's very difficult being in your position because like, as you mentioned, there's so many different variables right now that we just don't know yeah. where these things are going to land. I'll be very curious uh, next month when you come on to see where some of these things have landed. Hopefully we'll have a little bit of a clearer picture and we're going to have to start talking about that E word, the election, which is yeah. getting uh, shrouded right now with all the other stuff going on. Uh, good stuff, Johnny. Uh, before we run out of time here, let people know how to get a hold of you. Yeah, the best way is is via email, uh, johnny.dawson at ampf.com. So it's J-O-H-N-N-Y dot D-A-W-S-O-N at alpha Mike Papa Frank, ampf.com or 614-823-8660. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Johnny. Come back after the break on Mr. Biz Radio, and we're going to talk with Mr. Sean Barklow about old school relationship building that still works. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to the show. And uh, we kicked it off there with a lot of information at first segment. Um, we're going to dive into here. First, I, actually, let me give you the Mr. Biz tip of the week. I got to make sure I, I tell you when I forget that. It happened a couple of times. I get a lot of negative feedback. So let me make sure. I, I get that in. So this week's Mr. Biz Tip of the Week is to take care of your superstars because they are difficult to replace. It be, and I see this time and time again. I saw it in the corporate world, and I see it now with uh, a lot of the clients I work with that do not heed this advice. It's the uh, the old telltale sign of uh, or story of you don't know what you got till it's gone. Um, and a lot of times you don't realize, especially if you have someone who's a superstar who's been there for a good while, you don't realize a lot of things that they're doing likely behind the scenes uh, until they're gone. And now there's you know gaps to fill, et cetera. So you got to make sure. And by the way, when I say take care of your superstars, that does not always mean monetarily. I think people jump to that conclusion way too often. There's a lot of other ways and it, it just varies by person, of course. So you got to make sure you're uh, communicating with them on a regular basis, making sure that they are very fulfilled uh, working at your company. So that is the Mr. Biz tip of the week. Here on Mr. Biz Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus, they unlo- unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right, so let's get to our second guest this week. We got a doubleheader. We got a doubleheader. We're not messing around. 
Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about something uh, old school relationship building that still works. And a lot of people, uh, they have to be, I guess, kind of sort of reintroduced this. And I don't want to tell you the name of the company he works with. He's going to give it away. I, we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, Mr. Sean Barklow, welcome to Mr. Biz Radio. Thank you, Mr. Biz. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Now, I know you and I met and we talked, gosh, months ago now, because uh, right. it was actually in person, you know, across the table <laughs> yeah. from each other. So, so before March. That, yeah, we know, <laughs> we know it's been a while. Um, nonetheless, so tell us, I want to get through um, talking this segment. I know the next segment, um, Sean's going to walk us through why this old school, you know, relationship building, why does it still work? How does it still work? And, but before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about Sean's entrepreneurial journey, this, this segment, and then some of the success stories that will help outline what he's going to share with us in the third segment. So, Sean, tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Well, um, early on, I was probably more entrepreneurial, had a, had a bar on uh, OSU campus, um, and then um, was expecting a, young, or expecting a child. So I went into banking. Um, I have a 25-year um, banking mortgage um, background, um, but always, always the entrepreneur. Um, my, my wife has had a catering business for 25 years. Uh, we've had a restaurant that, uh, we just closed. Um, so always eye on the, the, uh, entrepreneurial side, um, and want to work for myself and, and do things on my own. Um, and that's, um, you know, I was in the mortgage business when I got introduced to the company I'm with now which has been um, 15 years and loving it. Um, what I really enjoy is, you know, helping people, you know, increase their business um, through, you know, building better relationships. I, th I think that's um, in anything we do, um, business, personal, uh, it's all about those relationships that we build and have that we can rely on when we need something or, um, if somebody has uh, a need, we will have somebody that we can help uh, put in touch with another person and, and refer refer business. So that's really been, um, you know, kind of my background. And um, but much more the entrepreneur now than than I've ever been. Mm -hmm. Well, but it sounds like you, you might be discounting yourself just a little bit because it sounds like you've always had that in your blood. Uh, oh, absolutely. For sure. yep. um, but yeah, I think so it's the interesting. Go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry. I think it's my dad had a print shop when I was like young, young. So I was, you know, a laborer with him. And I'm like, well, I, I like his job better. Why am I doing this? So that's probably where it all spawns from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, hey, look, it, those, uh, I, I tell our kids all the time, you know, every job you have is, is good. Even if it's a crappy absolutely. job, even if you have a crappy boss, because you learn yeah. what you don't want to do or oh, how you. Absolutely. The, the very first job I had out of college uh, in the corporate world, I had the worst boss that I've ever had in my entire career. Thankfully, I started off with that, although at the time I didn't think so. But it, it honestly, it showed me that when I, when I got to management, I knew how not to treat people, honestly. So. <laughs> I think we learn. I think you're right. I think we learn more from the, the bad ones. You're right. What I would never do that. I would never say that to somebody than sometimes the good ones. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's about time we can reveal the name of your company uh, that you work for work with and you've been with for 15 years now. And the reason why I said it's old school and the reason I think that this works is that it's one of those things. It's like fashion trends, right? 
right. you know, bell bottoms were in in the 60s and they went out and all of a sudden they came back and you're like, well, how the heck did it come back? <laughs> and I think it, be, it became cool again because people weren't doing it. Right. So, so give us the big reveal, Sean. <laughs> so the, the company I've been with, it, um, it's called Send Out Cards. So it is old school. It's, it's real greeting cards and gifts. These are not e-cards, but you do them all online or on our app. Um, and it is a great way, you know, and, and I'll give a, just a quick testimonial. My success when I started, I was in the mortgage business, got introduced to it. Guy came in, he walked me through sending a card. I, I hit send. I'm like, okay, because yep, that'll be printed stuff stamped tomorrow at the post office. I'm like, well, that, that was easy. And <laughs> so I got signed up and I did, that was December and I did absolutely nothing with it. Not one card. And then March rolled around. I'm like, all right, I, you know, I paid for this. I'm paying each month. You know, I really should use this. So I decided to do a happy spring card. And um, I created a card. And it's you can do like a mail merge. So you can send one card or you can send thousands of cards. And it'll per personalize each one of them. So mm -hmm. I picked a card. Um, and I just wrote, you know, I hope you survive winter. Have a great spring. Have a great summer. If you need me for anything, let, you know, give me a call. And my mm -hmm. name and phone number not one word about mortgages and I hit send and it went to about 325, 330 people. Um, and I would not only include my past clients, but I would include my sphere of influence and I would include my friends and family. Cause you know, you have to continually tell them what you do. And mm -hmm. I hit send and about five days later, my phone started ringing and I got eight mortgage deals out of that first card. Holy so that was kind of my, that was kind of my first aha moment. <laughs> You know, maybe it's something to this following up with your clients on a regular basis. <laughs> and that's how I used it for the first probably two and a half, three years, um, just in my business, um, on my clients, on my friends, um, on my sphere of influence. And I would pick five to six times a year and I would send out cards and I would stay away from Christmas because everybody gets bombarded with Christmas cards. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, you know, I would kind of pick funky, you know, Groundhog Day and, you know, um, <laughs> Some silly things like that. Um, but every time I did it, I, I got mortgage deals out of it. And you know what? The, the funny part is, Mr. Biz, it wasn't always the people I was sending it to, but it was a referral from them that they, they had just mm -hmm. talked to somebody. So it's all about timing and, and any business that we do. So, yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, and we're, we're up against a break here, but so sure. I want to, I want to, I want to let everyone know that when Sean and I met, he sent me a card and I actually have it right in front of me. Part of my show prep here. I have it up on in my home <laughs> office on the, on the thing here. And literally there's a personalized, there's personalized pictures. It looks like handwriting, you know, a handwritten note. Um, there's a picture on the back of him and his family, right? Again, yes. building that relationship, but it's, it's, it's old school, but it's a way it's hitting the easy button on that. So we're going to talk more about that in the third segment when he gives us more tips about how to use this old school relationship building and how, why it still works. So come back, come back with us after the break on Mr. Biz Radio. Are you looking for ways to streamline your business? If so, Pulse can help. Pulse is a CRM and marketing automation platform with many features, such as email and text message marketing, project management, quoting and invoicing, and much more. If you're a franchise, we also have a franchise-specific version with robust franchise management capabilities. Request your demo today at thepulsespot.com. Again, that's thepulse, P-U-L-S-E, spot.com. 
If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. You can have live access to your very own CFO, plus a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join Mr. Biz Nation at MrBizSolutions.com. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. You can give them a call at 855-522-3951. All right, so let's dig back into this because, again, I think this is so neat. And again, Sean and I, when, when we first met and he was telling me about this and how it works and, you know, he shared with me the anecdote that um, he had mentioned a little story about how his first experience with it. And I thought, you know, honestly, that sounds pretty cool, but, eh, you know, it's a little bit skeptical. And then, as I mentioned, I received a card from him shortly after our first meeting. And I'm like, holy crap. Again, it's high quality. It's It's really cool. And so... It, and as I mentioned at the end of the last segment was, you know, it's, it's a way it's very personalized. Again, I'm looking at it right now. It's a very personalized card. It looks like Sean has written it himself and it's got, you know, pictures of me and my family. It's again, very personalized, but it's like hitting the easy button as, as, as Sean was kind of walking us through how easy it is to sort of set some of this stuff up. So talk, talk with us a little bit about that, Sean. So, you know, how this old school relationship building thing, how it still works. Well, I think we're in a, you know, social media, emails, and, and things are kind of getting lost nowadays. Um, I, I had a conversation with somebody, you know, that says, you know, I do the newsletters and emails, but I don't even know if people are looking at, maybe they look at the first few and then it's, oh, it's Sean and boom. And okay, it pops my name up, but it's not that there's almost like an endorphin rush when you send somebody a real card and they go to the mail and everybody knows what a, what a greeting card looks like, you know, before they even open it, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the size of the envelope and it's not a bill. And I think there's a little rush there that they get like, Oh, cool. What did I get? Um, so that's, you know, that, that's, I think the extra part that you get. And obviously yours is sitting in your, your office. If I sent you an email, you would have read it and it's gone. Mm -hmm. So yeah. every time you look at that card, or if anyone sends cards, every every time you look at it, they're going to remember you. And and like you said, on the back of the card, that's kind of your branding. Um, and what I try to re recommend on that is, you know, not doing your logo, you know, good picture of you and your family or something that you enjoy. Because, again, you never know what's going to connect uh, with that individual that you're sending those cards to. Um, as I spoke in the last segment one card or a thousand cards can be done in about the same amount of time. Um, I'm a Facebook stalker. Uh, it's the first <laughs> thing I do in the morning. Um, and those I, I kind of teach people and coach people is the one-to-one -one cards are really the building the relationship aspect of using send out cards, very personalized. Maybe you're pulling pictures off their Facebook page. Um, and that's okay. Even if you're in the business segment seg segment, it's, it's, you know, it's okay to send cards that are more personalized to, to your clients, friends, and family. And I think you, as you spoke about superstars, those aren't only your employees, but some of your best clients. Mm -hmm. um, and, if, and if you're not taking care of them, somebody else is. So those one-to-one -one cards are, are, yes, much more personalized. 
um, that can be in your own handwriting. Um, and everybody usually says my handwriting's terrible, but you can you <laughs> fill out this form like you're in grade school with all your capital letters and lowercase than it is, and that you could actually read it. Um, and then the, the campaign cards or the group cards, those are the kind of stay top of mind cards that you want to send, you know, four to six times a year. Um, and like I said, I use typically do it around holidays, off holidays, you know, I'll start with New Year's because everybody's kind of got their list on what they want to do. Um, and if you send a card at that right time, you might hit them when they're thinking about your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and those can be scheduled. You can do all of those cards one time and set it to when you want them to go out and they go out on that specific date to the people that you picked. So it can be as spontaneous as the Facebook or the personalized one-to-one cards, or it can be as automated as you want, which a lot of people like because you can set it in January and do it throughout the entire year. And you can even do birthdays where you have all your clients' birthdays and you just pick instead of picking a specific date you just pick i want to send this card on birthdays and it goes out about four or five days before everyone's birthday and it lands and um it's a nice touch as well so yeah now again i was uh, i was very impressed and i think you're exactly right sean the the uh the little extra kick you get because i know when i walk out to the mailbox or i stop at the end of the driveway on my way in after the mail or whatever I typically will open it up and say, I'll, I'll see the mail. But again, as you, as you mentioned before, I even open it up and it's like, Oh, there's a bill. There's a <laughs> bill. There's, there's junk mail. Oh, wait, yeah. what's this? Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I, th- I definitely think you get a little extra kick out of that because, you know, I alluded to this earlier is it's such a lost art because we, as you mentioned, we're such uh, a, you know, instantaneous ADHD type of, uh, you know, way, way we operate nowadays. It's like, well, no one does this anymore. And I think that's why it's so effective. Right. Yeah. I, it, it's, you know, as I kind of had my aha moment when, you know, this was 15 years ago, I think there's even a bigger impact in today's world that we're living in than there was when I started with it. Um, because you're right. We are squirrel. Oh, got to do something. Yeah. You're on to different <laughs> things. And you right. may be halfway reading somebody's email and then somebody comes in your office or you get the phone call and you're distracted and maybe you never go back to it where you sit, that card sits on your desk or, you know, you, you look at it and it maybe has a great picture that you love. I mean, po- people post things on Facebook that they like and they're sharing. And when you give that back to them, there, there is a kick in that. They will keep those cards. Those, they never throw those cards away. And we joke. Um, you know, emails, I think, have about a 12% open rate nowadays. And, you know, we joke that we have 100% open rate. If you send somebody a card and the way it's written on the front in blue ink, it looks like handwriting, um, that, that card's going to get opened. Heck yeah. Hey, you know what? It could be, it could be from grandma and it could be a check in there, Sean. Okay? Absolutely. You got to take the card <laughs> first, right? Hey, we haven't even mentioned, you know, the brownies you can send and there's gift cards that you can send. Um, we have a whole laundry list of gifts that you can send as well. Um, and a quick look, we did a, uh, a kindness package that our founder, his name is Cody Bateman. When everything was kind of going, you know, sideways, you know, about a month ago, he announced on a call that, hey, if you send a two pack brownies and a card, it's all on him. No, there's no cost for you to do that. Now, wow. it was it was truly not do a thousand cards and do that, but it was truly to people that needed something or you thought of and, you, you know, I, I need to say something nice to them and, and what they mean to me. And I sent, I think, 
in a week's time, we had a week, I think I sent 40 and I probably got 35 responses back from those cards with just a two pack brownie. Um, mm-hmm. And now if, if you do it, if it's not on Cody, which it's not anymore, that would cost you all of seven bucks to do that. So um, it's, it's a fantastic, you know, the cards are obviously the, the a number one, but the gifts as well um, are a fantastic add on that you can do. Yeah. And I, I would think that that's a, that's a great follow-up, right? So someone's yeah. got maybe once a year you pick for people that are on your list to, to do right. that, or maybe twice a year you do that to sort of break up, you know, not just sending cards, but, you know, kind of add a little extra to it. So again, this week we're talking with Sean Barco from send out cards. So we're running out of time here already, but um, Sean, let us know, how can we get a hold of you? Someone out there is listening right now and says, wait a minute, let me check into this more. This sounds really interesting. What's the best way they can find out more information? Absolutely. Um, email is just uh, Sean, S-H-A-W-N, Barklow, B-A-R-K-L-O-W, and it's old school at yahoo.com. So Sean Barklow <laughs> at yahoo.com. And uh, you can text me as well. That's a great way to get a hold of me, 614-560-3357. And the first card's on me. If you want to see it, I walk you through sending a card, show you the ways you can get started, and then it's all up to you. Yeah, guys, check it out. I mean, give it a shot. Give it a shot and see if you might get the same kind of results that Sean got originally and really have a, a profound impact here. Sean, I really appreciate you coming on. I, I, gosh, we're going to have to have you back on again because I think, you know, we rent, I kind of got shorted out of a segment there with Johnny coming on. That's all right. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, and absolutely. Have a fantastic well, week. Yeah, thanks. You too, Sean. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, thanks for our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951. 